I I feel like I I might give a project to my niece that comes over here and kind of does stuff and it, and it's going to be to start a podcast and yeah. I asked her about it and I said who do you want to talk to and she said Iggy oh no <laughs> <laughs> she's a little intrigued about furry oh no well this is this she is a great start to episode two sometimes we'll like on the television someone will be in like a, a mascot costume oh and no. she'll be like a furry like Iggy so there's a, a sense of mystery about you and your she kind of she I mean she's on the internet she's fourteen oh boy she knows things she thinks it's cool that I have a friend that's a furry oh that's so cool. I don't know if that means she's curious but furry the curious first, the first episode of her podcast which is going to be about how to start a podcast one of the early episodes I'm going to see if you're down if you're okay you know obviously she's young. But if you want to come on and talk to me and my niece, uh, yeah, really? I guess <laughs> That's formally inviting you while live on your podcast. I I don't sudden, and I'm very into. I'm just very into talk and sort of faux radio internet chat these days. So uh, yeah, I mean, I always like talking to you, and I'm really happy to be here. And uh, I'm sorry for to have taken the floor from you just as soon as we begin. No, this is great. This is exactly this is exactly how this podcast works. Well, welcome, awesome. I welcome. love it. I love podcasts now that I know what they are. I, I don't even now know why they're I called podcasts RSS exactly. Like pod pod what? Like I mean, was it iPod? Like, I'll tell you. Well, tell me why. Actually, I really don't know cuz I hate calling okay, them so podcasts. It was, it's just it's just radio to It me. was because of the iPod. Okay, it is. But is check this out. It? Well, I mean, that's why it was called that originally, but now they've changed the name officially. The brand product of earbuds are called AirPods. That's an Apple product, and Apple also has the Podcasts app, and they've sort of rebranded it. So now what it means is an audio program you listen to on your AirPods, which are your $100 earbuds, probably $200. So, yeah, pod, pods. It's still about pods. They they shifted the, the meaning, the optics. I don't know what button on this voluptuous soundboard to hit. Like, here's a rim shot. And here's an oh hell no. Oh hell no. And something EA games. EA games. Boy, I should have a soundboard. Okay, so all of those yeah, things, are, the those dis- noise all we the play time. those on this because that describes my feelings about what you're saying. All the things I'm saying. It is yes. all, I mean, it's, it, the word pod is really, it's very, the whole thing. I so, was asking, I've been telling a story a lot lately about how for four years I've been saying, what's a podcast? And people are like, oh, it's like when the guys from It's Always Sunny talk on YouTube. And I'm like, that doesn't really answer my question. Wait, they talk on but YouTube? The, the who? The, the guys from It's Always Sunny and the gal. Yeah, they do a podcast and it's on YouTube. So like, is it, are they in character like, on the show? No, it's oh, them talking about anymore. talking about making the show. Oh, do they talk yeah. about NFTs? Because like the one guy is an idiot because he was selling people NFTs and I don't like him anymore. Ooh, which one? The um, is it Ryan uh, Rob Rob McHenry or whatever? The Rob Mackler. He's the guy that is hangs out with Ryan Reynolds. Oh no! Does Ryan Reynolds into NFTs too? Because that like that like lowers. I don't. My... But Ryan Reynolds like sells lots of things so, on the internet. Like so a friend of mine and phones. 
You do you know status? Status Ferris? Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. As, well, so far you know as I status. follow a bunch of people on Twitter, I know who you're you talking follow about. people on Twitter. Well, I mean, okay, so I do. Status. That's so what it's there's for. an ongoing theme. So status loves two things. Probably loves other right. things too, but two things in particular: Donny Osmond and Danny right. DeVito. So much Great. so that for their birthday at at MFF, they were presented with a cardboard cutout standee of Danny DeVito, which awesome. was present while we were playing a rogue panel of Pyramid and other chicanery that happened at the midnight panel. This is this is the one where, um, this was the anti talent show. Did we talk about the anti talent show? No. So the anti talent show was this was at MFF just very recently. Yes, it was just this okay. past two weeks ago. And so we did an anti-talent show. This was Status's. It's a Status's panel called At Midnight, which is loosely, as I best understand it, is is some sort of variety show gone awry, and essentially okay. whatever you want to inject into the panel, you can do that. So, so the idea for this particular episodic version of it was anti-talent show. And so here I am, like, traveling out to the con. I'm trying to remember if I remember this this story correctly. So... So I'm like on the panel and a bunch of the other people you know are on the panel, furs and whatnot. And it came out <laughs> to be so like here I am, I got other you know, I got other things going on with this convention and like I'm helping out other people and I'm trying to organize all that. I'm getting packed and I'm leaving, hoping the battery for my car doesn't die in the parking lot on the way Ooh. I'm in my driveway on the way out here. Ooh. On, that was how that's how that's how basement con started. Basement con there was was load up the car with all the the AV equipment to go do basement con and and so it turned into about a two to four hour delay to get a battery installed yeah oh god of course and of course I mean it's better than it happening it's better than it happening in the middle of nowhere well yeah I don't that's why I'm always afraid to stop places because I'm like man I've literally had a car explode on a freeway I've also wow. had a car explode in front of me on a freeway, and it was like Star Fox, where you kind of barrel roll. Like I did a barrel did, roll, and I still ran over their flaming muffler to avoid an explosion on the freeway. Yeah, I didn't barrel. I mean, I'm, I'm still here. If I barrel rolled a, a '94 Buick Lesabre, I think I, I don't know if I'd be here. That you know what? Doing, doing a barrel roll to avoid an explosion is extremely furry behavior. It used to be part of my stand-up act. Yeah, were you would do a barrel roll. When, no, Did when, you talk so about life, it's, life it's like a video game. Roll? So, I mean, I was always some idiot comedian told me one time to never talk about weather and traffic, and I said, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to make the most like I'm just going to make a stand-up set based on my my hair raising situations I deal with in traffic because yes. I don't know how many people have had a muffler like an entire the entire exhaust system of a car fall off in front of them while because the guy was pissed and of course this is that guy that wants to go like 100 miles an hour behind you so he passes you on the right of like a three four lane highway and he passes you on the right and then careens across to the left and the car just magically drops its exhaust system 50 (laughs) feet in front of me and i'm like you know take choose your expletive and i and i just i wing it to the right just hard enough to make sure that it doesn't it, it it actually ended up catching. I ran. I didn't run over it, but I it caught part of my exhaust system. But I had one that was back in the day. They were all built with steel, so they just welded a hole over it, and everything was fine. They did just ah. miss the gas tank though, and it was sparking. So I'm like, oh, that would have been just brilliant. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, how did the other driver react? Well, they just kept on driving. They probably didn't realize just, they dropped. Just, just, did he, <laughs> they were already going 100 miles an hour. I mean, like, just I, boom. But yeah, I mean, they, they, but normally right you would pass on the left. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, he's there's some other car that's probably going like 50 miles an hour, 100 feet back from me and well, right, one yeah, lane over. Like, I'm off. in the middle lane. Like, yeah. I'm in allegedly yeah. the safest place my insurer says to be in. And I'm like, allegedly. hell no. I'm going to be in that right hand lane because you, all of you people could just like. I've had people pass me on the shoulder, but that was that was a bit of an exception. I, I, I mean, that's usually yeah. This was just my case. daily, daily drive just to university. Room. Yeah, of of just it was it was brutal. But but I yeah, so I, that was that was when everybody. life was like a video game, and I basically, you know, it was just a quick go. But like in like like it was just like the Star Fox sixty four thing hit me where you do the barrel roll, and I just like right. I felt in my head like I did the flip and everything because. If I ran over that straight, I think it would have hit. It would have done a lot more damage than what it did. Um, I just basically uh, just tried because I couldn't obviously completely spin the car out. Like at some point, you just got to accept you're going to run it over. But I mean, it was it, it came off spinning and sparking. It was it was amazing. I, I couldn't. It's, it sounds like quite. How a do you drop your whole exhaust system? <laughs> I like like I what mean, was it? Ta- <laughs> like it wasn't. It was not one of those cars that's just like duct tape that you just know. To just stay away from it wasn't that it situation. Sounds like something that would happen in a cartoon, like it sounds. Yeah, like it was. Daffy it was, it was, was like the, the brand new car from from a Ferraro dealership, and it just <laughs> falls off. Just dropping. Just shit. dropped it. <laughs> Am I allowed to say shit? Well, you just did. I mean, I'll stop. You can stop. Okay. I have to be. I have to be on my best. I'm generally on my best behavior. But, I'm very sorry. I mean but, that. I mean, I was. I usually go into this kind of situation not saying that. That's. But. Yeah, but you're talking uh, about a car blowing up on the freeway in front of you. Well, st- yeah. uh, okay. that's we just Let's gotta pay. On. We gotta pay those bills to to the FCC. Sure. There you go. Can you go back and bleep? No, or I'm just you, gonna play the you, Mario coin. No, I'm not. I'm not going back. Okay. If, if there's editing involved in this, that's an amount of yeah. effort. That that's a good po- attitude to have. Yeah. Does not generate enough income. If you income. Ever want me to edit out my own foul language, I will do that for you. You do whatever you need to do. I will. No, I mean, if you want to send me the file and have me edit out my own swears. I'll, do you understand what the way my internet currently works? And, like, didn't I describe to you how my 25 Mbps internet, um, I don't even did. get that. So it's, That's, it's sort yeah, of like, it's, uh, it's, yeah. um, have you seen that movie with uh, Alec Baldwin, the, the where, where he's the sales guy, and he comes in? And is like... Glenn Gary, Glenn Yeah, Ross. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's, and, like, it's like, first, you get you get uh, first place, you know, gets yeah. a sports car. Second place, um, you know, gets a box of steak knives. Yeah. Third place, you're fired. You're fired. In my life, it's first place, rectum spectrum just wins. Second place, yeah. you lose. Third place, you win even less. That's 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 my that's my experience. It's bad. With rectum yeah, and you spectrum. are you are on spectrum, huh? Yeah. Oh, it's rectum they spectrum. They actually, you know what? They've been doing better out here, but I've been getting some. So the people that come lately, out but try. It comes and goes. I actually yeah. got like I don't understand. Like I do not yell at these people or anything, but like let me run some diagnostics on on your uh, on your cable modem, and I'm like, but first of all, I provide my own equipment. B, it's been the same cable modem for like seven years. So I'm afraid to change anything because anytime I change something, he's like, you're gonna blame the thing that I bought. So oh, yeah. So there's this thing called Doxis 3.0, and they've they've started rolling out 3.1, which, as far as I understand it, is primarily for supporting even faster network speeds. Sure, there's probably some performance element, but like 
just like how older Windows still runs. Well, it's not exactly like that. It, the protocols, your internet doesn't just magically stop working because they're upgrading, you know, you still have access to the internet and it should still work. So, yeah. but she's like, you know, you, you, you have to upgrade this modem to, to 3.1 Doxus because it doesn't work with our with our stuff. And I'm like, okay, did you in the past 12 hours literally rip out all the telephone poles and replace tele- telecom wires and replaced with only things that work with you. That's not how any of this works. Yeah, exactly. And also yeah, like <laughs> you literally looked at my account information. I have 25 Mbps. You guys in the past, it was like, you, we, we were one of the places that actually was actually early had the one gig lines, the one, one G, uh, gigabyte per second lines. And the guy that came, cause we had all these issues, you know, we've had constant issues at the house. And so the guy comes out and it's like, you know, if you actually had faster internet here, you'd only be getting like maybe 300 if you were even paying, you know. And I'm like, yeah, we, we I mean, your company is, you know, and like it's not his problem, but it's like I'm yeah. afraid to touch it because it's going to cost like double to get off the plan that we're on because um, we were purchased from another provider. Um, oh, yeah, that happened to me. Yep. Yeah. And you should Garbage. never change it because they, for whatever reason, they don't offer any sales or anything. Like if there was a sale and I could get like the same thing I've been getting and more for like, it's just hard to say when it's like 200 bucks a month for, for services and you aren't even getting the below what their baseline offering is that they sell. Why would I ever upgrade? Like I have enough problems as it is just to make this, just to have this jalopy, you know, roll down the street and just yeah, fall apart I, I, at the, I, I, it's it's stall it's stalling at the the red light. I've been I gotta throw exactly, it in gear. I've had been in exactly that situation with that exact same thought. Why am I going to pay more if the basic service doesn't it's even, even less? Work? You like, win. The prize is even less. What in the world? It's yeah, it's terrible. It's a mess. Yeah, it's bad out here. We might be getting. There's a company coming through putting down whatever fiber or whatever. So maybe well, they are upgrading. Right we're supposed to get to like 10 gigabyte or 2.5 or something faster where, yeah, if right. you had Doxus 3.1 and you had all new equipment and just like how you have to, you know, if you're going to do this, it's just like, if you want 4k, you got to have the TV, you got to, you got to have the entire, everything has to be that upper tier. Cause anything that is uh lesser quality, like if I still have cat five cable in the house, well, that's not fast enough. Right. To, to maximize. Yeah. So you, you, I'm not spending like, you know, thousands of dollars to replace all of this for the fact that somebody's just stepping on the garden hose, you know, some, there's some break in a line somewhere that's just going to screw all, I can't get 25 Mbps. You're telling me there's 4,000 out there. I can't get 25. So, all right. But yeah, she was just adamant. It's just like, you need to upgrade this. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to try to sell me Rectum Mobile too? You want to run those numbers? If, if I'm feeling, is to just sell it to you no matter what you say, and it's just it, like it just it pops up on their screen and they have to say it because yeah. they'll get downgraded. And, and I really, I really say it. Like there's like I understand like you want to have the same interaction with customer service, sure, sure. right? And it, like like so like you know someone gets a fair you know fair and honest treatment from them. They want to have a consistent front, but like we've called so many hundreds of times. And with that popping up, when I'm saying I don't have functional internet and your little thing that pops up, like this is not their problem. This is a corporate level problem, just like how it's been nearly a year and they still haven't fixed the current issue. It's really fun to sit down to watch AEW wrestling, shout outs, TBS. And then every, so like it'll, this is like a buffering thing. So the picture will freeze 
and then exactly like a certain amount of time later, it'll freeze again, and then it resumes in between this, and you might get a little bit of like a fuzz rebuffering thing, but it's pretty sure. like it pretty much it's it's just stutters. It stutters, holds, yeah. goes, stutters again, and then goes, and it's it's the same exact amount of time. So to me, I think that there's a fitting out there uh, in their field that because we had a bad fitting literally installed right right off the pole from the house. They replaced that, and the frequency of the issues went down. It's but amazing it, that the problem can be that simple. Well, it was... And no one notices. The, the best part was is they had the head-level tech come out, and he was helping. Like, they're training people constantly. So they had the trainee yeah. put it on. Do you know what didn't happen? Uh, it didn't get screwed in and finalized? He didn't install the fitting correctly. So when they had them come right, out yeah. to... Yeah, so... But but the, the lead tech did not check their work. There were a million other things going on, but they didn't check their work, and that was how uh, they literally came out to fix an issue, caused another issue. But because of the issues that we're having, they didn't. It's hard, it, you know. It's hard to discern when you have like it's not like the internet or internet cables just a hundred percent out, which is a lot easier sure. to diagnose. This is a you got to basically set traps and monitor the network, and and it, it, it's a it is a game of whack a mole, and just dealing with this at the university level of just like things happening and then trying to isolate, you know, and figure out, Oh, it's this, it has to be on this, this mile long thing, but good luck finding it. Like, okay, that's, that's, yeah. that's where the diagnostics end. So it's not like, I don't think it's not like they're not trying, but whatever's happening at the preventative maintenance, like there's a level above it. So like you usually have like two, five and 10 year PMs for like you, like for instance, at a, you know, at a university or whatever, like big, anything big, and basically yeah. every, in any building, really, building operations is just this. Every, you know, so many years, we we don't care. Like, obviously, if a light bulb goes out, we replace the light bulb. But every so many years, we just go through and replace all the light bulbs. Because there's no sense going out and replacing one light bulb at a time. You just, they're all on a schedule. And we know the mean time before failure of certain things, they all get replaced. So something is either happening with, they can't identify issues in the, in the wild, or that the preventive maintenance is, I mean, because it costs money to do this. It's just that they either don't have enough people or they don't have enough resources. I think to, they, I think they don't have enough, enough resources. Yeah. I so. think that most companies in America are selling something that they don't actually have yet. <laughs> it's everything's really vaporware. Just, it really is. I think that a lot of things just like, I think that is especially in the case of an internet service provider, they don't have the resources to provide what they promise to the households they promise it to. They just don't. And most of their company is trying to figure out what they can say to get everyone to shut up about it. That's very cynical, but to an wow. extent, that's what's happening. To an extent, they just don't have the resources. And a lot of places don't. Like, that's kind of why a lot of things are kind of crappy right now. And it's hard to get, you know, service of any type because a lot of places simply don't have the resources to operate at all. But what are we going to do? Yeah. So I, I brought you on here, Koya. Not everyone knows who the you, heck yeah. you are. We were supposed Hi. to start a show. We talked yeah, about I, something that's probably more interesting than the actual show. So maybe, well, I, I don't know. Maybe, internet, well, internet service providers, that's a very, the more, a the topic more I'm very heated up about. that we talk about this, the less, the less time we get to talk about, you know, our, our wager team. Oh, I certainly special. we can we can if you want to start over. We don't need to start over. This is the episode. Okay. I don't Great. think you understand exactly I'm, what I'm thank doing you. with this podcast. Welcome not to exactly. My fun house. Not exactly. I'm having thank fun you for here. having me here. I don't care awesome. what anyone thinks about continuity 
or anything Good. else else going on. Oh my I god, look like I'm, a dinosaur, I'm, I'm on. So. Yeah, all right, I'm on your level. <laughs> but perhaps you'd like to actually down. now that now that we've had a 20 minute conversation, perhaps you'd like to introduce yourself to the audience and talk about some of the things that you do. <laughs> Hi, I'm Koya DK. That's C-U-Y-A-D-K dot TV. If you like, that's where all of my socials are. Uh, I am on Etsy and Patreon primarily. Uh, I make soap for a small company called Lake House Soaps, owned by me and my mother in Connecticut. And uh, you can see some of that and find out more about that and uh, my streaming and talking to people garbage and podcasts that I've mentioned uh, at KoyaDK.tv. And Iggy, thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. Anytime that you want me to talk to you about anything or do something like this, or I can't wait to see what happens with Iggy talks too much. Yeah, Iggy does talk way too much. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to. I can't wait to listen to you talk too much all the time instead of the Always Sunny guys. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Spotify is a. Uh... I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm beating Joe Rogan. I don't think my audience. I don't think I want my audience okay. to be Joe Rogan. I listen on Apple Podcasts. Does it work? No. Well, I mean, no. no I don't think. Well, I didn't. I you can't listen to since, me on Apple Podcasts. So why do you? That's have what Apple I'm podcasts? saying. I'm saying I listen to podcasts. On you app, but I'll download. To... I will download Spotify. I listen to Boozy on Apple Podcasts. Oh, cool! Wow, he, right. I'm, I'm amazed he figured that one out. But I'll download Spotify if that's how I have no, to. No, I, I can put it on Apple. I just, I didn't. Don't do it just for me. Do it for you. You keep saying that, but you like, okay. there's probably like two listeners. <laughs> and one of keep them is me and one of them is Apple. you, so. I could download Spotify. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I don't want to. The Spotify scares me because like, okay. just like, just like Twitch these days. Like, so you go oh, in. Twitch is, Twitch is an insane like it's it's days. that time of year and they love yeah. the giving of gifts and they will show oh, you yes. all the things you've been listening and doing. Oh boy, it's exciting. And all I can think of is oh my goodness, they like how much advertising trove do they have on all these people that I could just send you your advertising profile with us? Oh, oh like yeah. you listen you yeah, listen to nineties alternatives. <laughs> you listen this is, to This is what you gave us this year. This, 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 is, the this, is, this, this is, is just this is a, a rough summary of the information yeah. we scraped And it's, it's out only of your just a taste. So I actually enjoyed it when I got because everyone's doing the whatever it was a Twitch recap, they called it something. Sure. Yep. And I made yep. sure to not go to a third party because there's third parties that offer us, but like I'm not releasing you that data. No way. So, so, but Twitch had a way to do it and, and on our yep. retro community was like, okay. So I click on the thing and it basically doesn't have any data about me because I think I use so many old programs and different APIs that none of that stuff counted on their systems. So I'm I love in, that. the Twitch server that I am, I'm just invisible to them. And I find that amazing, but yeah. At one point at one, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's great. On one side of that, I think it's great. So, all right. So now that we've we've basically made an even better episode than I could ever have imagined making, talking about our wagertainment. Do you do you want to hop into the to the the Jeep Grand, Jeep Grand Cherokee Pinto Mercury Hummer Pontiac Oldsmobile Saturn Studios? That's we'll do. Hi, we'll do. You ready, I would you ready love to, to. Yeah. All right. So we're so all, you know, the, all of those uh, companies. Yes. Uh, well, it's GMT. 
which is not okay. Greenwich Mean Time or whatever. Well, oh, GMT is. owns but, all those companies. Yeah, GMT that, because we needed we needed an funny. actual sponsor that doesn't have an actual brand okay. attached to it. But yeah, we're in those studios, sure. and and we're continuing to the other half of Iggy Talks Too Much, episode two, the air check. We got Koya DK with us. Um, I'm Iggy Dota. You can find me on Twitch. Um, I'm also twitter.com for however long that lasts slash Iggy Dinosaur. Uh-huh. There's a link tree on the top that has all my other links, Patreon, all that other fun stuff. Um, but remember, all wagering advice should never be used. In fact, you should never wager. As our betting sponsor, Caesars and Cleopatra's Popina and Wagering Parlor says, um, you know, you can sign up, but you're going to lose your shirt. But you can sign up today with a promo code by sending a cherry with a stone carving with the phrase Full Caesar, and upon winning your first wager, you'll win 23 big ones in the rotunda. So let's uh, so we're going to break down the overs, unders, the spreads, and every which way in football action this week. Football action because we've got World Cup Finals this week. So we've got two additional games to, to handicap. Um, and be sure to check out Koya at twitch.tv. Slash, was it? It's koyadk.tv. Koya so C-U... Y A D K dot TV. C U Y A. That's the most concise. It'll it'll be in Thank the uh, the the description of the thing as well as we're live on Twitch now. So the I have your I have your Twitch on here. Thank um, you so much, and that's and that's fine too. I th- yeah, it's always hard with the links now because it's like so. There's this thing called link. That's why. But the problem with link yeah, I, like, I don't want to like say okay dot res tree slash dinosaur i mean it's just like go to my twitter and then find the thing with all the links and like so i, I should i should just do what you did because but that's all, that's why i say koyadk.tv because it is the most and all it, my it links is. are there but i do want to set up a link tree so all right so tonight we got we got thursday night handaches so it's a special weekend so oh oh the other this thing on, that's actually there's so i'm actually not going to be able to watch the games on saturday because we oh. have um, oh, you're going to be yeah. I'm going to be on Speedrun Hall of Fame. It's a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash speedrun hall of fame. Um, we're going to be doing a blind race with three other people who I will know better after Saturday. I'm not familiar <laughs> with everyone. There's a lot of names being thrown around. So but it's all it, it'll all be happening at 6 p.m. Eastern Saturday Speedrun Hall of Fame uh, over on Twitch. And it's, it's called the, the, the game show is called Lifeline. And essentially the idea is we're going to blind race a game for four hours um so blind race being like one of the possible games i was given a list of basically they had to figure out a game none of us know so like space quest or simon's quest uh it's castlevania 2 it's so like that that kind of game and you can ask for help in various ways sort of like a millionaire um the titular thing is called okay. lifeline where you can yeah. go in and um you lose all your other help so you have like you have 50 50 um so you can ask a question and they might lie to you or not you can pull the audience for a question you can uh, at, you can have sixty seconds with a friend who can literally tell you anything they want. That seems to be my strategy. I'll say it right now. My friend is probably I got I probably got Yogi or, or Overstorm to help me with this because it's probably going to be a retro game, and we know how we talk to each other. Like we should be able to like in sixty seconds get me on the right track. But if once you've you once you if you the other the other fourth choice is the lifeline, so you can ask the hosts. Any question you want, I think it has to be yes or no, or, or I think it's just a question. They will answer it honestly, but you have to sit in the penalty about you can't play for two minutes and you lose all your other help. So it doesn't seem like you would want to to use that. Um, so anywho, but that, that's what's going on. Six p.m. Eastern yeah, Saturday, speedrun Hall of Fame on Twitch, and it'll you, if you would just I mean I would watch the main broadcast, but I will be streaming it on here so you forget and see oh I'm streaming. Um, it'll be probably just the game noise, and then you go over to the to the mainstream for the for the thing. Um, all right, 
So, and I, well, that's busted. Cool. Oh no. <laughs> no, my uh, my split program is very crashed. So we're gonna not use that. <laughs> is that All what right. you're timing the broadcast with? No, Splits. no, uh, no. That's for the parallel worlds ROM hack we've been playing through, and I didn't want to. Oh, you just had it. Left yeah, over. I had the timer. I I just sure, using sure. it as a timer. Because yeah. we're at like I, I wanted to know how long it take took to beat it. But all right, so let's go over some of the NFL games this week with someone who probably doesn't even watch NFL, but but they do make never. Some... But uh, on Thursday, it's on Thursday. It's on Amazon tonight, right? Yeah, Thursday you could uh, you can watch Amazon. it on Twitch too. Oh, it's all, yeah, that's right. It's on Amazon on Twitch on Thursday. Yeah, so I think the goal tonight? is after this year. I think they want advertisers all the money, like the amount of money that they make from advertisers. I think they want. I would not be surprised if it's free at some point. Wouldn't be surprised. Okay. But it's currently yeah. free if you watch it on Twitch. But if you have I Prime, like you can watch it on Prime. So tonight is that? Yeah, tonight is the San Francisco 49ers against the Seattle Seahawks, and you have um, you're welcome to take any. You're welcome to talk about any prop you want, but um, but I generally focus on the spread and the total over. Money line is just. Uh, you're just betting them straight to win or lose, but the odds are not, uh, um, how do you say? Um, uh, if, if a team is heavily favored to win, you're not going to get paid out one-to-one on that. Okay. So, what do you think about this game? Well, <laughs> I seem to recall the San Francisco 49ers winning the Super Bowl many years in a row. Back in, back in the Joe a, Montana I've days. been alive for a long time. Well, they currently have a person by the name of Brock Purdy. It's Purdy oh, time. Oh, wow. At quarterback. Okay. Now, I know you probably don't know much in the way of NFL quarterbacks, but basically they've now gone through like four quarterbacks this season, and the 49ers look to be a serious Super Bowl threat, or Super Bowl, Super Bowl threat. Um, Super Bowl. As they just beat up the Tom Brady Buccaneers – but a tune of like thirty-five to three or something, or thirty-five to seven. It was it was disgusting. They were in garbage time at the at the basically the second half kickoff. Garbage time meaning that the, the game's over and you might as well just pack it up because it was it was a real real bad show. But they they, they seem to just have the unit because like literally the hardest thing to replace on a team is well if the quarterback changes. Okay, backup quarterbacks usually are like one tenth the production of. Like, you know, you're taking somebody who already is supposed to be a failure and everything else, they're not going to score any points. It's going to be a disaster. There's a few good backups in the league, but they managed. So the funny thing about Brock Purdy is he's Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last, without getting into supplemental drafts, but there's normally seven rounds in the in the, the NFL draft you'd hear about. Um, he was the very last pick in the draft. And now he's the hot, he's the hottest thing since sliced bread because I think he's currently undefeated. And he just beat the goat, and he didn't just beat him. He it basically smacked, gave him the him. worst beat of one of the worst beats of his career. Now, there's other things going on with the Bucks because they're basically missing their O line. They're missing. They're missing all their key receivers. They're missing half their defense, and they basically have where, Brady slinging the ball to people who are not as good as the people he should have. You know, he's having a very rough. Where season. did everyone other than Brady go? Well, they're all hurt. The injury list this year is immense, and I think a lot of it has to do with the additional game on the schedule. Um, you know, how I don't know if it's if it has to do with COVID and just everyone stopped 
and now this is really the first year they're probably back with full practice. Like, n practices aren't skipped or anything. Like, just think of the fitness. Think of being in, like, the absolute yeah, ridiculous yeah. peak, peak fitness. COVID hit, and people had to try to stay fit, and now this is basically the first year back. And now we're back yeah. at it. We have the issue of a lot of a lot of terrible injuries on turf. There really shouldn't be turf anywhere. It's It's the same... The same kind of issue with tracks that aren't taken care of well for horse racing. You get a lot more in, a lot of leg injuries, non-contact injuries, or torn ACLs, Achilles. There's been a lot of really bad injuries this season. I mean, there always is, but just this season, I feel that the injury rate is higher. And part of the reason is we're talking about it. Thursday night football. Um, they, have, oh, they have Thursday night games, and the now they're one. flying away teams. Every team now has to have a Thursday night game, and the team, the players wanted this. It's it, like the problem is, is your body really can't recover very well week to week, anyways. So add a game where you only have a couple days to recover because keep in mind, like after Monday, they, you know, you do film room the Monday, Tuesday, and then you're already back at, you know, you're already back in practice early in the week. So you're already, you know, like to recover, you aren't doing as heavy things the first couple of days, but like by the time the week rolls on, you're back in contact practice, you know, that like you're doing all your, your, you know, everything is back to full, full steam and you know, some people are going to get hurt doing that. And when you only, when you have to play on Thursday after playing on Sunday, that's really rough. Right. And so they, yeah. they, they organized it so that there's a bye week. Now you get, you get a week off because every team gets one every year um, after your Thursday game. But some of the teams are also flying away to either Germany or the UK or Mexico to play a game there. So think about flying out there and making, you know, your week is now, you know, and then throw the, Germany? Like, yeah. The For reason a, the play, the reason everybody's in on it, well, the, the UK, the, there's a lot of money to be made, and those yeah. audiences, like even Australia, has a very large contingent of NFL fans. There's a lot of AFL Aussie Rules football fans that are big into NFL. So, um, but anywho, on tonight's game, so you got you got Forty Niners minus three. So are you familiar with how spreads work? So if I say Forty Niners, I was I don't know anything about this wagering. So, I've never wagered. I played blackjack one time. Good. You should never wager. And Caesar, Caesar yeah, and Cleopatra spoken in wagering parlor suggests you should never wager. But if you were to, mm -hmm. you should use the promo code full Caesar. Okay. Um, so, which I have to inscribe in a block of. You stone have to inscribe it in a tablet, a stone tablet. Send it by chariot. Yeah, all that. Okay. And then gotcha. they will send you twenty-three big ones in the rotunda. Horse straw buggy. Big what's? I don't know if they do they have straw. <laughs> <laughs> so so you got 49ers so the so the way you read it is the spread is is minus three the 49ers are the favorite to win if you were to bet the 49ers and you bet them at minus three you need the 49ers to win by four points to win your bet if they only okay. win by three points it's a push and if you bet the seahawks okay. they can lose by up to two points and you would still win your bet um usually All the right. lines will be a half point so that somebody wins somebody loses um for for those that do actually gamble, you would never. There's something called a teaser where you where you can you can go to bet this and you can basically from a slider pick. I can I can I can basically take a lower payout but make the line minus two and a half, so I win if if they win by at least a field goal. But it gotcha. there's something called vigorous. You understand the house always wins. You understand like you know, the, yes. the house always has an edge. You're every time you add something to a wager like that or do parlays, they keep baking in additional percentages. So basically, you should only take the the straight offer unless unless it's unless you really know what you're doing. You should never take teasers. Um, sorry. So I mean, for tonight, I mean, just talking about the quarterback situation, and we didn't talk about the Seattle Seahawks struggled 
to score points. They struggled to throw the ball. For some reason, Carolina Panthers, so the, they played the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, and a lot of people got absolutely murdered on, on the, the, the betting on that because the Seattle Seahawks, was only, they were only, they were like a, I think they were like a three-point favorite or something at one point, and they quickly became the dog in that game. They lost really bad. <laughs> they couldn't score points. Carolina ripped up their QB. They, Carolina is like where QBs go to die, basically. Like Baker Mayfield's career almost ended there, and now he has a career again because he made a miraculous comeback um, against the Rams. Was it the Rams? Um, last Thursday. He, he was just dropping dimes. He was just throwing perfect passes, and he looked great coming off a of free agency. Like somebody needed a quarterback, so they picked him up. I think it was the Rams. He won it on the Rams, sorry. He saved the Rams' season because um, Matthew Stafford, who did win the last Super Bowl, um, he has a concussion injury. Um, so he's Ooh. he's uh, it's another team that's really struggled this season, but they have not found a good quarterback. But maybe they can – it's going to be very difficult for them to make the playoffs, whereas the 49ers look pretty much destined to make the Super Bowl at this point or at least be a serious challenger. So I like – 49ers here at minus three, just because I think they're going to destroy the Seahawks with how bad they just looked on all sides of the ball um, last week. It seems like it seems well. Of course, you should never wager, but it does seem like uh, the 49ers are a good bet. I, yeah, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch this game tonight on on Twitch. There you go. Yeah, I, but it's obvious. In 49ers, it seems like plus three is very. Uh, Minus three. More than fair. If it was Minus plus three, three, they'd be the underdog. But yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I got you. I got, I got you now. So next one we got. So Saturday has a slew of games, which I think are all on NFL Network, people that actually want to follow this. Um, we got Colts-Vikings. Minnesota Vikings are in the same. They just they just got shown up by the uh, the Detroit, Detroit Football Lions. Um, the Detroit. Detroit, yes. Um, they actually had an offensive lineman uh take a pass on fourth down um, to get the, the Lions beat the Vikings by trick plays. So, you know, the O-line oh. guy is one of the 300-pound guys. Yeah, he caught a pass because the, the Vikings just I, – I have no idea what they're doing. The, the Vikings were in line um, as far as um, – they're, they're currently 10-3. and three. The Lions are 6-7. and seven. So the playoffs work. You win, you win your division of four teams, you go to yeah. the playoffs. Then there's three wild cards based on record after that. If the Lions when do the playoffs win out, begin? The playoffs Sorry. begin in about a month. There's, I, okay. As of now, there's every team, unless they still We're have a bye week left, every team has four games left coming okay. into this week. So this oh, okay. week and three more weeks. Um, but, and, and maybe one more week after that. Like Playoffs used to start like the first week of January. Now I believe they start the second week of January. Because they added another week. All this Thursday night garbage. They added another wow, they're game. Really, yeah, they're, they're they added another game there, to the huh? season. And that, that's be, why played, they're getting injured. You used to play, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. But, but the players, everyone yeah. was cool with it because it basically meant even the people who make make league minimum are going to make a lot more money because of the Thursday right. night payout and because of the other contracts and the additional game. So they're like, well, if that, I forget what the exact number was, but you know, you, your league, let's say league, I don't know what league minimum is right now, but say it's three hundred thousand dollars. Well, if everyone plays a Thursday night game, we'll make that league minimum four hundred thousand dollars. Done. Yep. And that, you know, and there, you still get paid certain things if you're injured or certain things that you get, but like you have to be on the team, like people that are in practice squad and stuff. That's a whole nother, but this year has been weird because we've had quarterbacks being signed off the free agency in like week 13 because the teams need good teams need a quarterback because they need to, and then practice squad is basically the people that can't make the regular team, but they need people to practice with. So like, you know, your weekly practices, 
So those people don't make league minimum. They make a there's they're not signed to a team. They don't count as part of the active roster. But yeah. Um, all right. So so Vikings minus four. I have no idea. So so the other story here is that the Colts are a very wayward team, and nepotism is a fun word. They basically oh, I, hired. I, I use it way too much these days. They hired an offensive lineman who's who had relations with the team. I forget what offensive. he was coaching before. Yeah, offensive lineman. Yeah. Um, he, he played basically instead of hiring a quote unquote real coach, they hired a guy who coached high school once never basically coached professionally. Now, I mean, he got paid to coach high school, but he never coached at university and he never coached at the NFL level. And he's actually beat the Raiders. Now the Raiders are hard, are scarcely defined as a footballing team, but he did beat the Raiders. And the question I have here is, is that the Vikings need to win games. If they stop winning games, they may not even make the playoffs. It's actually possible. Um, but currently... But currently they're on a run. The, currently, they just lost to the Lions, which oh, oh, are basically oh, oh. one of the biggest okay. jokes. In, in But the For Lions have now won five out of the last six. They started the season, right, I think, gotcha. like one and okay. six, and now they're six and seven. So is it that the Lions are actually good? I think the Lions' defense is actually really good. Their offense, well, how do I say this? The, there's something in in Handig known as the chaos factor. The the oh. Lions picked up in their first That's round like pick. If, if Velociraptors are going to show up on the they, field, they, they picked up Aiden Hutchinson, and Aiden Hutchinson played at Michigan, um, and he basically was a defensive a defensive end. He's on the defensive line, and the guy's really really good. And by chaos factor is basically what is the X factor. It, he can he's grabbed multiple interceptions in a game, return one for a touchdown. He bats oh. down passes. He is a mess for offensive lines to handle, and he's just really, really good. And there's a few – the problem is, like, the Lions' overall defense has given up – well, at one point they were the worst defense in the league, while their offense was actually the best offense in the league. So you have a problem here. You can score a lot of points, but then you give it all back, right? But at times, oh, yeah. in games where – like. Like, this was earlier on in the season. I think it's kind of regressed a little bit to the mean where the, the defense is doing an adequate job, and sometimes they get Hutchinson, you know, miracle interception, or or the quarterback, for whatever reason, gets bored and just throws a pass to one of them. They, they play enough bad teams that they're <laughs> able bored. to exploit enough mistakes um, that, that other teams are making, and the other teams that they're playing, like Kirk Cousins at the Vikings is just not... He's all right, but, like, they had... They, the Vikings have won so many ridiculously close games, and that's where I get to this line. I don't think the Vikings are going to run away with this show. I think it's going to turn into a – they might win by um, not enough points to cover the spread. So if the Vikings don't win by – you know they, they win by only a field goal, which is – I mean, Jeff Saturday's not great, but I think the Colts are finding you know some type of footing here. I think they're, they're not – it's not like they're going to score zero points in this game, and I don't think the Vikings are going to look good enough with how bad they look defensively against the Lions and how just they got, you know, like trick plays on fourth down, like you're playing Madden, I'm going to run a fake punt. You don't really do that in real life on your own 20-yard line, but the Lions did, and it worked, because the Vikings just aren't, you know, there's certain signals and stuff you're looking for, and they're just not paying attention. So <laughs> so I'm, I like the Colts in this game, but I definitely want those points, and if the spread was to move to three or less, I, I don't want it. But that that's what I'd go with, and I wouldn't touch the over-under here, because I really don't know what Kirk Cousins is going to show up. I mean... If Kirk, if they scope and score thirty points, it's probably going to be a struggle for the Colts to find thirty points. But if the Vikings, I've seen week after week, 
only score like 20 points, it's really hard to win hand eight games um, only scoring a handful of points. What do you think? Uh, wow, you just said a lot of things. Well, who do you like? You got Colts, Vikings, we got over-under, we got... Well, um, I think Over-under is just uh, the total number of points scored between both teams. Sure. Add them up, it doesn't I th- matter. I mean, I think, you know, I've got to look at it from a perspective. If we had a bunch of Colts and Vikings on the field, obviously it would be Vikings who would win. Fair enough. So you can take uh, it the Vikings. If if someone if I was asked I sure would yeah but and also you know I mean yeah I, the the X factor is interesting because you know I kind of I would kind of root for the underdog and if they're if they're losing to the Lions you know that sounds like that would be a fun team to root for during the game but uh, we don't know it yeah, certainly helps the Lions that the Vikings were to start losing because that basically yeah, means the sure. Vikings. There's like four games left. If the Vikings just lose all their games, the Lions could just win the division. And that would be one of the strangest comebacks of all time. So did you say that the Lions have ten wins right now? No, the Vikings have ten wins. Oh, the Vikings do. Okay. That's yeah. why That's why I asked if they were on a run. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, something about the... Yeah, I got mixed up about the Lions. Vegas the actually point, favored but... the Lions in that game on Sunday. The Lions were a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Vikings. Don't ask me why. I mean, I figured I would have taken the Lions. I don't know if I would have taken them at... Minus two and a half, but like money line, like who's winning the game? Um, I would take. I would have taken the Lions over the Vikings on Sunday, just because when your offensive production is just, you don't know where you're going to go out and score ten or thirty. Animals. Oh yeah, no! Amazing. Yeah. following, and that is JSR is following. Yeah. How you doing? All right. What's Spe- up? Speedrun Hall of Fame Saturday. 16. Nice. Yes. It was JSR, one of the hosts. I have no idea. I, I don't have no idea what we're following. While talking like the most non-retro thing of all time, but we had, we footballing. Have, we got we got Koya in the studio. We 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 talked a bit. Now we're running down the the actual. The NFL last games. time that I the last time that I knew anything about what was going on in football, Plaxico Burris was on the team. Wow, that's not that long. <laughs> I don't think this was a minute ago. So we I got, almost bought uh, a Plaxico uh, jersey. It is a good name. It it really is. Like I, if I, I, I would have that jersey on the wall, if I had actually bought it back in the day, that would absolutely be on the wall in here. So we got uh, Ravens and Browns, the second game on the slate Saturday, okay. and the Ravens are favored by three points. And just having seen the Ravens play, it's it's basically uh, uh, what's his name Harbaugh Harbaugh the coach. Basically, the Ravens are basically built to win extremely close games. And games are just like I think the last game they the, uh, Sunday they played the Jets and I think they won like eleven to twelve or something. It was okay. uh it, It's just it, it's that you know just ram the ball up the middle the whole game. Okay. And let me look at their last scoreline. They yeah they beat the Steelers sixteen to fourteen and the Steelers are they're okay after Roethlisberger left and they're kind of doing a rebuilding thing. But like here's their last. Their last three scoring lines, 16-14, 10-9 over the Broncos, 28-27, losing to the Jaguars. So if I'm getting Ravens Ooh. plus three, I think I like that. And the Browns are yeah. currently, is it, who's, who's, is that the, because uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Mr. Um, naughty guy who got in serious trouble 
and Mr. Naughty Guy. Yeah, on the Ravens. It's a whole sex I seem to remember thing. it involves. Yeah, was there parlors. a story last year about? He's the guy that had twenty-two lawsuits, and for some reason, he's allowed to play on the NFL because we don't care. Right. It's all about the money. We don't care about anything to do with, you know, people. You know, that's it's just not cool what happened. And I'm, I'm just, it, it's just terrible that he's even allowed to play. But it is technically an off-the-field thing. But like. It's really bad. <laughs> it's not. It's not like one person came forward and it's disputed or anything. There's 22 people that had 22. How do you settle 22 separate different lawsuits? It's really dumb. But anywho, Ooh. so Deshaun Watson really didn't look very impressive in that debut. In fact, I believe they lost to the Bengals on Sunday, and they lost pretty bad. So I don't even understand why the Cleveland Browns are the favorite for this game. That one I don't get. So I'm taking the Ravens here, mainly because like you know I don't like Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Or what what that stands for, <laughs> but I also think oh, just uh, by that's the numbers, a, the Ravens are going to win. A, I, if they don't win, they're not going to lose by much, and I think the plus three keeps you in the game there. I have a friend who lives in Baltimore, so is it is it? Uh, um, I was thinking of hairspray. Do they have ultra deluxe hairspray? Um, like that movie with John Travolta. Yeah. John John Travolta it's, in a drag role with uh, yeah. I didn't. I don't think I. It's got Christopher Walken I, in it too. Oh my god! I should see that. You haven't seen it? It's a remake of of uh, John Waters, right? Jonathan Waters' Hairspray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't I'm think I, I think it was I, a movie cast. It, I don't think they brought over anyone from the musical because I think there is a musical version of it recorded somewhere. Maybe it was just a staged. I, I don't know. But but the one that that specific one I think was redone for it's got Amanda Bynes in it so like I don't think she was whoa in it. yeah right pre, <laughs> pre speaking of of personal problems pre the alcohol like the whole falling out of being a child star thing and I really need yeah. not have the sharpie over my drink oh that's not a good idea yeah I don't want orange juice with uh, sharpie in it all right so so that's that one what else we got here we got the uh, the closing out Saturday. Now keep in mind, it's more important you watch Speedrun Hall of Fame on Saturday. Which is what I will be watching instead yeah. of this. But I'm going to watch football tonight. Yeah, tonight's game should be pretty good. I, I, I'm really excited. To, really, like, if you want to see an offense that's working well, like, watching how... And also they got Boza on the defensive line for the for the Niners. The Niners, I think, are going to play that game really well. And so, if I'm around, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get in, in Discord with you I'll watch it with my mom later. <laughs> okay, cool. And I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, give I'll, you some be, I'll, be, I'll be around unless I'm asleep or something. Because I don't have a, uh, I don't, have, I don't have access to all 22, and also like as much as I'd love, I'd love to put stuff like that on the podcast. Also, it would need video, but like I don't think, uh, I don't think I can restream NFL footage and break Probably down not. the various. Uh, but there's some really, there's some really good things fun. that I think would be, because because it's just that the things that mechanically the Niners are doing. It, it's just all the basics. It's just they have good people doing it. They're a little bit faster, and you know they're able to make little adjustments and run like seam routes, and they can. They're just destroying defenses with with the various play calling that they're doing, and it's it's really good stuff. Um, and also, like they're using like they literally have an interchangeable quarterback. What better system could you want? I mean, your quarterback gets hurt, yeah. and you're now in like the fourth, fifth quarterback of the season. That's pretty impressive to me. Because normally, like, okay, Brady That's goes out, who's up next? Well, I don't have a plan B, and plan B is usually nowhere near as good. But they they found they found a good system, and they and they were able to basically, you know, it's not like the guy's bad. Like, keep in mind, like, the guy played at Iowa State, 
was drafted. It's just that a lot of things are overlooked, and just because somebody was drafted highly doesn't mean that. But they can sling a football, okay? They can sling the ball. They can complete passes, and they're they're good enough to fit in a system that has a lot of other good parts working. So, all right, so we got uh, last game on Saturday, um, Dolphins Bills. So oh. Dolphins got Tua Tagliavoa, who is an amazing quarterback, but really struggled over the week. In fact, they're now a seven-point favorite in this game, which to me is Ooh, a bit strange. Wow! Yeah, I mean that's is that's that a touchdown high? and an extra point. So yeah, that's yeah. Um, but they kind of got shown up. Let me let me pull up the scoreline because they they think they were were they the Sunday night game. So this is a big division matchup too. So we you know the the playoff situation. Yeah, they lost to the Chargers. Oh yeah, that was the game. That was the Sunday night game, I think. And Tua was on record to actually complete the fewest passes. So we're talking about like things not working correctly. Sure. I saw receivers. So like the quarterback and the receiver, like they know what route's going to be run, right? He's throwing to like the wrong route. Like he's throwing the ball completely in the wrong direction behind the guy. It was they. It looked so bad. And at halftime, he was like three for fifteen or two for fifteen on completions, which. Is was actually on pace to be very near the all-time record of the lowest completion rate in an NFL game ever. This is going back to the prior years where they didn't really throw the pass. They didn't really, like Terry Bradshaw, who's been on TV for like 40 years as, a, as an analyst, who played football like in the 60s and 70s and early 80s, I think. That's the kind of record book we were breaking into of complete 50% of your passes in a modern game where you throw 40 passes in a game and like you're it's a bad night if you only make 20 of them and the usually usually the completion rates like 65% for the for the for 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 considered to be a decent game um and just you don't you don't want to throw if you're only making that many if you're not making any passes you're not moving anywhere but that so that was basically and then he cleaned it up in the second half almost caught up and then they ended up losing so i really don't know what to expect with the with the dolphins here and the reason there are 7 point favorite of seven point underdog excuse me so they're getting they're getting seven points on the spread is because the bills the bills are at they they got josh allen they're 10 and 3 and if the bills win well they pretty much shut down the division because that means that everyone will be three games or more behind them and i mean the bills have josh allen and a defensive unit that's only given up about 221 points on the season in fact they have given up the least points of everyone in their conference, so that, that it's broken into two conferences. So, of the sixteen teams in the conference, their team has given up the least points. So, I think that's tough. I think it's really tough considering what we saw from Tua. Something's not clicking with their offense, and I kind of expect the Bills to score about thirty points and Miami to score between ten and twenty. So, I would I would take the Bills here, even minus. That sounds like a very extreme. Yeah. I would really like if somehow that line got bought down to 6.5. I like that a lot more because there's a reasonable chance of it being a seven-point line that it's going to push. And the longer you go with the line, eventually a team takes the gas off towards the end of the game and they just manage winning the game, right? So, you know, they're not playing for, for you to win to win your bet. So that might just be a no bet, to be honest, like if I was if I was actually, like, thinking about it. All right, sure. so that's all of the uh, – the Saturday so, games. And that's, and that's the official advice of this podcast. The official advice of this podcast is just don't. Just don't. Do not wager. Yeah. But be sure to stop by Porky's Nightmare Bacon and everything else Emporium. Nothing says the holidays better than a deliciously mouth-watering holiday ham. Be sure to stop in and ask about their two hams for $20 deal and tell them Porky sent you. So we have the Sunday slate of games, and we'll try to go through them a little bit quickly here. Do you have um, any information about 
regarding whether or not those hams will be sopping wet. They will be sopping wet and succulent and moist. Absolutely. All right, that's that's what that's, I need. That's a promise. Then I can't wait. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call them up. <laughs> um. Uh, Eagles, Eagles, Bears, and the Bears when? are favored. One o'clock is this on Sunday? Sunday. These are Sunday games. Okay. Um, Eagles, Bears, nine points. Bears are the underdog. Bears have struggled. Bears are the same conference as the Lions and the Vikings, and they just they're having a hard time making points in games. Just sort of the same problem that the Vikings have, and they've not really like sort of like how the Ravens. Just that I know Harbaugh is really good at play calling with their coaching staff to manage a very close game. The Bears just struggle all around. The reason the Eagles are, are a nine-point favorite, well, they're currently 12-1 and one and are also considered to be one of the favorites to go to the Super Bowl at this point. But they've had some weeks where they kind of looked a bit tricky. But, I don't know, this is kind of a no-bet to me just because I don't know how hard the Eagles are going to win this game. Um, nine points is kind of getting up to the point. I don't like the money lines. It's like, well, you wager a dollar, yeah. and, and you're going to get back, like, a dollar twenty. So it's a kind of a lot of risk knowing that, hey, I mean, if they show up and lay an egg, quarterback's having a bad day, and the Bears are in there, all of a sudden That's funny because they're Eagles. <laughs> they lay an egg. <laughs> so this one's kind of a no bet to me. Um, I'm betting on the Eagles. Like I'm the betting Eagles? on them for to go all the way. I'm, I'm going to – I'm rooting for them for the Super Bowl this year. Ooh. I love it. I love their momentum. I also like Eagles. Do you think you're going to get another It's Always Sunny special if they go to the Super Bowl? Remember uh, the episode where they go to the... That is... Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, did they did they do that because the Eagles actually won the Super Bowl this year? That well, year, they probably. built a whole story arc around them, and they did actually yeah, film uh, at the... At, well, I, I, they might have filmed in the box they not during the win. Super Bowl, but they did. I think they did film it at a box at the... Yes. Like they got footage from the game that's actually in there. I yes. don't know how they got the rights from the NFL to put that in the show, but they did. Because it actually has like the overlay and stuff and them reacting well, to it. I was gonna that was I was gonna mention good for you, very prescient of you. I was gonna mention the other reason that I'm rooting for the Eagles is because of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, this recently has become a thing for because I've been listening to podcasts and stuff. Because, all right. I like Philadelphia. It's nearby. Um, did I? Oh no! Next game we got Lions Jets, and okay. so the Jets, um, they started the season out pretty strong, and basically it's rare that even one, if not both, of the New York, well, the ones actually named New York footballing teams, because the Bills, of course, are also in New York. It's just everyone forgets that. Yeah. But the Jets are typically terrible, and the, the New York footballing Giants are also usually terrible. Um, but this year they actually both have had pretty good years. Um, it's question their performance. Not, it's not a great footballing part of the world to be from where I'm from. I, I'm uh, I'm in, I'm right I'm surprised this is a Giants. pick 'em game. Like you already know what I'm picking after seeing what I've seen of the Lions. Sure. The fact that this is a pick 'em game means there's no spread. You pick your team to win. That's it. Um, yeah, uh, I would just take the Lions here. I, the Absolute Jets are still now seven and six. They I, seem to be on the down downtrend because they started the season like seven and one or something. Now they're seven and six. The Lions started season one and six, and they're now way better. So. Th- one team seems to have figured it out. The other team seems to be struggling. And the Jets, honestly, if they lose this game, I mean, like, they're basically at, at the point where they might not make the play. Like, their their chance to make the playoffs is honestly worse than the Lions because in their own division, 
they're already behind both the Dolphins and the Patriots and the Bills. So remember, there's only three wild card spots. Not even considering that there's other teams that are ahead of them in the in the wild card hunt, the Bengals and the Chargers. Um, they're pretty much on the outside looking in unless they win out. They may not win the division, but if they want a wild card spot, there's at least four other teams vying for that spot. For, four, for the, so there's five at least five teams for three slots, and they're on the bottom end of it currently. So they lose this game, they're probably done for the wild card. Whereas oh boy, the Lions, okay. their division has weaker team. Well, as far as record for not for non division leaders, I mean the Lions have a hell of a lot to play for, in my opinion. And I think just their performance against the the Vikings, without getting into too many of the X and O's, is just, things are clicking for them, and the Jets are not. Any thoughts on that game? Yeah, and. On this game and in general, of course, you should not bet. But you should a really good. Never. But but second, if you're gonna bet, a really good thing thing to keep in mind is to just not bet on the New York Football Jets or Giants. <laughs> those are two separate so in, teams. If they had both yeah, of those teams, right. I think I would still take the Lions. Do not bet on either of those teams. Those teams have not been doing great for years. Like, I honestly think the Lions should be like a two or three point favorite in this game. That That's what I've seen. So I don't know. It's, I mean, I, I think that's because you know, the Lions but... partially move based on what what people are betting because they want to cover both ways. Once you buy a ticket, you already have that ticket in hand. Like if the line moves after you buy the ticket, it's what yeah. you bought on the ticket. So they sure. want to. So like, I don't know what this line opened at, but currently it's at Pick'em. Um, like if I was setting the line, I. I think the Lions are, are a slight favorite, but but I don't, I don't know if that line was bet to that. But I just think for how many times, like people have betting rules to not bet on for or against the, the, the Detroit football Lions because they will screw <laughs> you. If they will not cover some, like back when they were getting like 20, there were 20 point dogs in games, they would never even cover the spread because they were that bad. They, people would joke that the, the university team could beat them because they were just that bad. They're definitely not the worst team in the league anymore, but they sure looked at it at the beginning of the season. But I don't know, whatever. I I I feel that line is wrong, and I like the Lions in that game. I like them too. All right, so we got uh, Falcon Saints. Um, Saints have just looked wayward. <laughs> They're like considering worst teams in the league, they might be one of them. Uh, they lost to the Bucks on Monday night last week. Um, to, to Brady pulling off one of the biggest yeah. um, turnarounds in his career. In fact, he's only done it twice in his career to turn down a, turn over a 13-point um, uh, pending loss. Well, basically scoring with eight seconds left to win by a single point. And the, four, the Saints could not score against the 49ers. Um, they barely beat a Rams team that didn't have their, their quarterback, and they lost to the Steelers. So I'm on the – the problem is the Falcons are terrible, so this will just be a no bet for me. <laughs> The Falcons are also in line for, like, this is basically them fighting over who's the worst in the division. So the Falcons also lost to the Steelers last week. They lost a, um, lost by three points. Um, the Washington Commanders beat them. They're kind of a middling uh, a wildcard level team. And the, uh, the Falcons beat the Bears, who also have been struggling by three points. So if okay. I had to pick, I'd take the Falcons here with the points just because I think both these teams are terrible. I, they sound terrible. I like the Falcons too. I think that uh, their victory over the Bears, they will be able to carry that momentum. Yeah. Against uh, these Saints. And you think if it's going to be some These's garbage, Louisiana Saints, some garbage game, it's like seventeen to twenty at the end of it. 
I'd rather have sure. points in hand because pro- they're probably going to keep it close. And there's that. So we got uh, Cowboys Jaguars. Dallas, the, everybody, a quote unquote America's team. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, so Dal- I, the Dallas yeah. Cowboys um, uh, against one of the other worst teams in the league, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Cowboys are one of the worst teams. No, they're, they're currently ten and three. It's just I think okay. that they they have struggled when they for how lauded their quarterback uh, Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, their running back, who's actually pretty good. How how lauded their team is. They yes. sure don't show up to big games very well, and they seem to be. That's what I have found. They struggle team. against teams that they shouldn't, and to me, that says like what's going to happen in this game like this this is one i kind of want to stay away from just because the jags are five and eight they barely beat the raiders so that wins is kind of whatever they lost to the broncos recently they lost to the chiefs um they lost to the ravens by one point they lost to the lions by 26 points and they 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 beat the tight the whole reason this line is only four points because they beat the titans last week by 14 points but the titans don't look very good so this 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 line, this is a no bet for me just because I don't know what version of the Cowboys are going to show up and how many points they're going to score. Because last week, they they had to come back on the Texans. The Texans are probably the actual worst team in the league. They're like 111-2 or 111-1. They have a tie, too. Uh, but they, they, they were up at halftime. But the Cowboys ended up winning 27-23. to They beat the Giants a couple weeks oh. ago, 28 28- Twenty. They beat the Vikings forty to three, and they beat the Colts fifty-four to nineteen two weeks ago. So, if if somehow the Cowboys show up, because they had injuries with their Dak Prescott got injured, Ezekiel Elliott got injured, and I mean, everyone's apparently okay now, but it's just I I can't always expect a blowout, and I, I don't know how to bet that because the Jags actually played decent last week. So where are we at in the season? I don't know. It's a no bet for me. Well, I'm uh, here in New England. We have cowboy fans, and they are extremely annoying. So <laughs> I will always bet against the Cowboys. And the Jaguars have a much better mascot. So that's that is true. If there's one thing yeah. the Jags have, it is a mascot. They also have attached to it attached to the venue Daly's Place, which is where AEW it's AEW's home home uh, oh. venue. All well, right. when COVID, they basically had a residence there where all the shows were, were filmed there. Sure, sure, sure. So sure. They, they have a homecoming every year now. Um, Chiefs-Texans. Now, Chiefs are going to win this game. The Texans are going to look terrible, we think. Oh. But it's a 14-point. Okay. So the, the question is, is so the Kansas City Chiefs, you may have heard of them. They have Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Crazy quarterback. He's really good at improvising. There's times, like last week, where he just flings the ball into a whole bunch of linebackers and gets intercepted because he's trying to make things happen. And he almost lost to the Broncos last week. In fact, he probably would have had Russell Wilson not got a massive contusion on his head and is out with a concussion. Um, Yeah. So the Chiefs have not been winning games by a lot of points. Like, if I had to bet this game, the Texans are really, really, really bad. It's just... Keep in mind, like a second half, once you're up 14 points, you just probably run the ball in the second half. If I was betting this game, I'd take the Texans. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. It's probably a no bet for me, but at least 14 points, you have a lot of cover there on the on the spread for the Texans. But like, sure. I don't expect the Texans team that showed up last week to almost beat the Cowboys 
and then to blow it all in the second half. Um, like you're essentially hoping that, that, that they keep it close in the first half and that there isn't enough time to where, where they end up losing by 20 points. So it's a no bet for me um, just because you really big spread and I kind of have a rule when the spread's that big, it's it, you're not really handicapping the game anymore. You're really just hoping that sure. the second half plays yeah. out a particular way. Any other thoughts on that game? Sounds like a no bet. It sounds like yeah. I like I like uh, I like your thoughts on a large spread like that because then it almost seems like it's just we're leaning more into the house winning at that point, and I can just stay out and watch these. Well, house already made it. Watch these crappy just, teams slap each other. It's just people on the other side are going to win because. It's it's a ten point game. Okay, yeah, you were about you were about you about handicapped the game right, but it's the difference between ten and seventeen points is like whether or not a team managed to kick a field goal and now it's a two possession game, so they're going to play the game differently in the fourth quarter, knowing it's a two oh, possession sure. game instead of instead of a seven or less point lead. All right, so we got Steelers Panthers. I think this one's also a no bet for me because of the uh, not that you should ever, anyways. Of course, of course not. But um. Uh, Steelers, where are the Panthers? Is that is this cross? This is cross conference. Um, the Panthers badly need a win in order to stay in contention for the NFC South. Um, who the heck is even their quarterback right now? Philip Walker. Okay. Oh, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's currently their quarterback. They have injuries, so Sam Darnold, who was sort of the star of uh, backup quarterbacks, he showed up and you know they they did well enough to to find a win against the Seahawks and they could find a way to kind of backdoor their way into the playoffs. But, um, I mean, they beat the, the problem is, is they beat the Seahawks that look wayward. They beat the Broncos a couple weeks back that look wayward and they lost to the Ravens, which aren't as wayward and they couldn't score points against the Ravens, which is also telling because Harbaugh has a, has a better defense than those other two teams. Well, the Broncos actually have pretty decent defense too. It, but it's hard when Russell Wilson can't keep your defense off the field. They get tired. Um, so, anywho, and the Steelers, have been, this is no bet for me, just because I, I don't really know what to expect from a lot of a backup squad, and because of how many roster changes have happened with these two teams over the season, I I really don't know what I'm going to get here. I mean, am I going to get a close game with the Steelers, keeping it close the whole way, like they have the last few weeks, ultimately to, to win or lose um, by a close one, and then it's three points, and then I don't know which way that's going to go with, with, you know, both, really, the, the Panthers also have something to play for, too, so... I don't know. I don't like betting this one. What are your thoughts? Well, is Russell Wilson related to any Beach Boys? I wish, but but Russell Wilson. I like the Panthers. Okay. They do have. They if also they got, cool if they got something to fight for, and of course, better mascot. That is true. All right, so we get to the four o'clock window, and remember, the holidays are upon us, and nothing says aphrodisiac than a solid waxy substance originating from the intestines of a sperm whale. Yes, Ambergris & Co. has your hookup for the most incredible whale and whale-like substances you know will impress your partner. Ambergris & Co., Ahab and Ishmael approved. That brought, that's our sponsor for the uh, for the 4 o'clock window. Sure, I, I love Ambergris. I, I yeah. use it by the by the jar. With your with your lake house like, soaps. Oh, man. Yeah. I love when you cut the soap. It's all over the place. You, you post on Twitter the, the soap cutting. And that's like you like the cutting. It's it's it, it it's just like when like when you make something and you just kind of like see it's like oh it's becoming soap. Like, yeah, it's a lot a of fun. I enjoy it. It's very tactile. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah. Like it, it's it's now becoming the the object, and it's, it's really cool. Reality. Um, 
four o'clock window we got patriots raiders um is, is there more to dig into it and also this podcast is now over an hour long so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna make a quick pick here without getting into I'm the sorry that i keep talking about other things. no it's good i think <laughs> i think everyone that's listened to this podcast should have listened to the first 20 minutes or 20 20 30 minutes go get some soap and then don't listen to the rest of the podcast because you. you don't need to bet on any of this this is terrible oh well no. <laughs> you might need to you need the if soap anything, to, to, if anything to cleanse, we've to wash you. yourself and clean yourself after having done this horrific, morally wrong thing of betting on, on, on sport outcomes. Well, also just don't bet on the sport outcomes. And then you could just clean yourself up anyways. Cause, yeah. Um, because you should do that whether or not you're making immoral decisions. So Patriots have struggled. They have a big quarterback, con- not controversy, but just like, uh, what was it? Zach Brown or not? I keep thinking of the McLaren. Did he deflate the the, the balls or something? No. <laughs> if they did it, everyone did, and and it doesn't even make sense for the okay, temp- I, the whole thing was just a stupid. Was that five years ago? I'm sorry. Oh, it's like okay. ten years ago now. But the okay. people, but all the talking heads on our you know our competing networks here, they're talking. They're still talking about it. They hate the yeah. Patriots over it. But I mean, yeah, there is it is the team marked like are people like oh the fucking Patriots oh my god sorry, <laughs> um the Patriots are I mean they're run by Bill Belichick who is he will do everything in his power to make sure the game is won and but I mean like I mean like they you know they got caught filming things they got caught but like the problem is it's like other teams do this like like. The the one the one NFL owner was like, yeah, I got I'm, I I hire a private investigator to get dirt on all the other owners. I got dirt on all you can kick me out because I got dirt on everybody else. And Islay was one of the other owners was like, screw you, I, I, I you got no dirt on me. Like all the owners, I think just bicker. Like you know, you ever seen that movie Semi Pro? Yeah, and you know the scene where they're like, where Will Ferrell's like, yeah, that I want that, and they all just start bickering with each other in the in the room sure. when they're talking about the merger between the ABA and the NBA. And so it only takes yes. four teams, and it's like, no, it can't be like that. And then they all just start yelling at each other. Um, that's how I think the owners actually behave, because I think, some, I think that's sometimes very in likely. media there is a truth to to certain things, and I, I think they all just bicker with each other. So we got Patriots-Raiders. Raiders, um, very wayward, very terrible team, and they just find – just like the Texans, they find ways to lose games they should win. And I think Bill Belichick is going to find a way – I mean, it's it, – the Patriots somehow somehow you're getting a point on the Patriots, and I would think this is Pickham or or the Raiders should be the Raiders should not be a favorite in this game unless like a quarterback got hurt and they're not. I mean, Patriots struggle, but I think they're going to find a way to win to win this game, and I I'll take the point. I'll take it. I mean, it doesn't really help you <laughs> if they lose by a point, you push. That's all. That's all you really get. It's basically Pickham. It was one and a half. I guess that's well. If they lose seventeen sixteen, you win. So I take the Patriots there. I don't have too much else on that one because I want to get through these. Still got a couple to go. Any thoughts? Yeah, I like. I like the Patriots. I don't. Um, uh, I, I'm not too concerned about what everyone thinks about whatever happened and whatever rumors. Uh, sounds like a good pick to me. All right. What do you think? I uh, got Cardinals Broncos, and it's probably going to be a Russell Wilson less. He's the guy that's paying. Oh, being Russell paid. Wilson is not going to be there. No, he's he's got a concussion. He, his head was hit so bad. He is. I don't expect him to play, and that might be a game time decision thing. Um, Cardinals are pretty wayward. They're pretty terrible. Kyler Murray, I think, is actually out for the season now. 
So I have no idea who the backup quarterbacks is. This is something I would actually look at. Come to the, um, come to the, to game time whether or not one because that line is going to move if one of them somehow starts. But considering one has a torn Achilles and the other one has a concussion, um, and it's only Jesus. he's going to be in protocol, so I don't think they're going to have him play. Um, I mean, the Cardinals looked pretty bad against because they were playing the Patriots. And the Patriots oh, ended up yeah. winning the game. So, like, yeah. I mean, the, the, their backup tried. It's just that once once the Broncos de- – I think the Broncos' defense, honestly, is pretty good. Um, who was your pick in this? Broncos. Yeah, I, I would take the Broncos here, minus two and a half. Um, but it would yeah. really be pending. Like, this over-under is actually quite tantalizing at 36. Um, I think we'll get over 36. But that's a bit rough just because it's possible, you know, Arizona like, – one, the, the outcome I'm thinking that is probable is the Broncos' defense actually a lot better. Like, they would be like a 10-plus win team had they not uh, had Russell Wilson and their first-year coaching staff. It's now gotten more, they're half, they're more than a half year of experience now. Um, they blew a lot of games on the offensive side of the ball, and they ultimately uh, ended up in a situation where, like, it had, they had their offense managed to score 20 points per game, which is reasonable. If they put up, if they just put up twenty points in a game instead of ten to fifteen every game, they would have won like six more games in the season. So their their defense is actually putting up pretty good numbers. It, it's just the uh, like it just after the course of four quarters of a game, if Russell Wilson throws a three and out and the defense is back on the field after you know thirty seconds, it's like well sure. that they get tired and the pass rush gets weaker, you know, and the the corners get more tired. They can't necessarily keep up with the receivers as well. Um, so I, but just considering, I think the Cardinals are going to struggle without their, their, their main quarterback. I, I kind of like the Broncos there at minus two and a half, but it could just be a no bet based on who actually starts and what the situation is. All right. got four left Bengals Buccaneers. Well, it's Brady and they're playing against the guy that just took down Deshaun Watson. Who's not named Baker Mayfield. Who the heck's the quarterback now for, the Bengals, that's the Ravens. Who do you like in this one? The the uh, Brady's Bucks are favored by they have the three they're three and a half point underdogs, so they get plus three and a half. What's their records right now? Um I mean the Bucks, the Bucks, Bucks are currently leading their division at six and seven. Bengals yeah. are second place in the division. Well, they're tied with the Ravens at nine and four. There's tiebreakers involved. Damn. But I still I still feel like Bengals have won five in a row. I still feel like Bucks. That could be a bad pick, but I, you know, I feel like Joe uh, Burrow's their quarterback too. I, I like the Bengals here just because of what I've seen from Brady and how much they struggled against what ultimately is going to be a playoff team. The Bengals. I feel are like he pulls it be together sometimes. Team. Sorry. I feel like Tom Brady pulls it together sometimes. Well, the problem is, is, I think he's doing fine. I think he's yeah. just trying to do as much as he possibly can with literally nothing else. He doesn't have right. any time to throw Which the ball. Which is what he's got right now. He's he's there's key people missing on their defense now, so their defense can't help him out by making points as they were earlier in the season. I think it's going to be a struggle. For the, the key thing here is that it's three and a half and not three. I'd feel better if it was three, but I'd st- I think I'm on the Bengals here. If if it were minus three, maybe three and a half's a no bet. Um, like the line, I think is probably about what it should be, um, but it's just just knowing how I'm potentially going to lose to Brady is he's going to make a comeback at the end, and I, every point I can get, like, they might lose by four points. 
and it, you know they're going to lose, but four points is not you know or sorry three points is not enough. Four points would be enough. So all right, so that's that. Titans Chargers. Titans laid an egg last week. Chargers are also pretty bad. Um, <laughs> this one might just be a no bet. Um, Chargers, I think. How many teams? How many? Do you know how many? How many eggs were laid last week? And well, the Titans laid a lot of eggs because a lot of people were thinking that they were gonna they were gonna go places. When the and Chargers lost no to the Raiders instead. two weeks ago, they barely beat the Dolphins. The Chargers have uh, Justin Herbert at quarterback, who basically can just pull a rabbit out of his hat and find points where, like, he can, a, he'll swing the ball and he has a generally better than average chance of, of completing okay. some miracle plays. But the problem is, is you can't do that all game because the defense is just going to rip that up. And we're in a modern NFL where, well, this is why Russell Wilson got hired for $250 million, but, like, his key thing was slinging the ball to 60 yards down the field and hoping someone would catch it by getting into space. That's a, that's a thing that, you do okay. at university football. That's not a thing that happens in the NFL anymore because of the change to in the past 10 years is how good defenses have gotten with uh, cover two, shell coverage, Tampa two. Well, they, cover, cover two they don't really use anymore. They use something called Tampa two. So they basically have – effectively there's always at least three guys sitting 10-plus yards down the field covering anything. You have all the corners in man sure. coverage, and essentially you're always kind of looking for pockets between 5 to 10 yards up the field. Occasionally, you'll get a, if you can find a way to get man coverage, so like one of those people in the back don't catch somebody that's just running on what's called a go route. You just the hail mary route. You just go all the way down the field. If you can get a man coverage against a corner or something, that's when they'll sling the ball there. But the problem is, is you just don't. Those end up being in double coverage. Throwing in double coverage is just how interceptions happen and just disaster. And that's why Russell Wilson's largely been a failure, is because he's not. It's very difficult in the modern NFL. If you say even to Brady, okay, you can score a touchdown, sure. We're going to make it so you have to run 20 plays to score a touchdown. Okay, think about it. You only get three plays before you have to get, you have to, you have to get 10 yards and three plays or you're punting or kicking a field yep. goal. So yep. if you lengthen drives, false starts, holding penalties, you name it, anything that knocks you back, all of a sudden it becomes a lot harder. So that's that. That's where the like Brady will grind stuff like that out. It's just that even he struggles to score touchdowns in the modern NFL. So unless defenses make big mistakes or, you know, or you just find something really good tactically that works against what's happening on the field that day, it's very difficult. So anywho, I I like Joe Burrow because I just don't think the Bucks have enough tools in in the toolbox to to deal with this, with that three points. So yes, we had that. We're on Chargers and Titans actually. And so this one, the Titans have just been a disaster. Um, who is even quarterback? Oh, well, oh they got God. Derrick Henry and Tannehill. That's right. I thought I was going to sneeze, but it went away. You didn't sneeze. Oh, now I'm all more congested. It moved back into well, my sinus. This one's kind of an open to me. Both these teams are terrible. I don't know who what's going to show up in this game because they both kind of have playoff loosely playoff implications here. Like the Titans need to protect that division lead. That I don't know if the Colts or the Jags can get them, but they, I I don't know what's going to happen in the game. If I had to choose, maybe the, maybe the Chargers at minus three. But I I don't really know because both those teams are just kind of they're just kind of middling and like if one play you know on the day one might just might score you know ten more points than the other and that's just it. I don't. I don't the Chargers have, have a magician that pulls rabbits out of hats. That's what Justin Herbert does. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, has, like he has some Herbert. good guys around. Yeah. Him. So you like Chargers? Good. Yeah, I, I like Chargers. I, I like the favorites. Herbert. Maybe that's a good and money line. And Tom Brady doesn't have guys around him. Is that the problem? Yeah, well, they're all hurt. Cooper Cup. Oh, that's right. Okay, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, this is going to come down to 
like, which like I described some of the defensive stuff. Normally, like remember Gronk? Do you know Gronk? Gronk Gronkowski? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Rob Gronkowski. So, so he uh, he is a fantastic tight end. He's a massive dude, and he requires attention by the defense. So, what happens when those three guys? You're you know the Mike, the middle linebacker, and the two safeties. You have to pull somebody up to deal with him. Well, okay. that leave eventually they can you. One of the things in the modern NFL is you use a tight end or two to make gaps happen or to cause mismatches. The mismatches is Gronk's like three hundred pounds, and the guy that's upfield who's a safety or whatever needs to be able to tackle people. So and he also needs to be able to run all over the field. So he can't weigh three hundred pounds. So when Gronk, you know, it's like it's like rugby. Like the, you have that big hawking dude you hand the ball to, and he just smashes through stuff. Yeah, that that the tight end is a really really important part. So what a lot of these teams and why I make some of these calls is just like, I know whose tight ends are actually decent and, and who actually, you know, like you can't just always throw a check down five yard pass to a, a random receiver because eventually those receivers are going to be covered a little bit differently and they're going to kind of change the coverage package. The tight end can really explode a lot of those things. And that's why, that's why when you saw the Pats do like, they broke the system, they broke the defensive systems because they couldn't handle, because what comes through college are like so for instance why are certain teams offensive lines absolutely terrible well because right now coming through university is nothing but offensive linemen who can pass block but they can't run block so who fills that gap Gronkowski he can help run block because he's 300 pounds he knows how to block well and he's also a passing threat which means that the defense can't you can't you know be like a penalty kicker in the in the world cup you can't be one step to the right thinking that they're going to run or pass based on what they're showing because he could do both. Well, the offensive lines, it's very difficult in the, in the current NFL for a lot of teams to, this is where the Bucks really struggle. They're, if they're not, they are very close to, they're probably worse than the league in rushing yards because their run blocking is really, really bad and they don't have a really good running back. So what does that turn to? It turns to the defense knowing they're passing the ball. And if they run it, they might get another yard or two, but they're certainly not going to run all the way down the field. And if we need to change what we're doing, we can. But until the, until they make us care, we're just going to run defensive packages that make it so that the GOAT has to has to work that. And he doesn't have receivers, so he's gonna he, he's not going to have as much time because, yeah. because a lot of these teams have pretty decent pass rush. And so they're going to get to the quarterback before he has time to find an open guy. And that's yep. that's loosely what's happening um, with the Bucks situation, and why I think, yeah, and why I'd rather I'd rather just put two units on the Bengals to beat the Bucks at three and a half than I would want to touch the Tar- Char- Chargers Titans because that whole game I just described to you, I don't know which team is going to win that game because I haven't watched enough uh, film room of either of them. So that's yep. what I got on that game. Giants Giants Commanders is the uh, the Sunday night game. Hmm. Wish I could root for the Giants. Not a good idea, huh? You could. I mean, <laughs> I could. I, I mean, could do it. We have formerly, well, we have racist, racist, the game and bigoted owner versus. Oh, really? The, yeah, the Washington guy. Well, remember their team had a really oh, so, not oh, nice. Oh, 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 but there's, but this Washington is the one that was Commanders? using. Yeah, they used to be. Yeah, formerly the Washington Redskins. Now they're the Washington Commanders. I didn't even know. That yeah, they, they finally, had they on finally got the owner okay. to change the stupid. I didn't name. even. Okay, all right. Okay, because, yeah. But the problem the is, just like behind the yeah. scenes, he's yeah. That's a good enough reason. Just to take the Giants. That's they're a good also, enough reason. There you go. They're also a four and a half point underdog, which is that's not like both these teams Fun. are seven five and one. They're both the Giants started out the season with everyone talking that they're the next. They're like seven and zero or something at some point, and now they've really fallen from grace. And yeah, so 
I mean, this is th- this one. I really don't know what's going to happen. I haven't watched them in the past couple weeks, so I think I'm just going to be a no bet on that. But if I think if I had to take a choice, I kind of like that four and a half. I mean, why are the Giants like? Are they really this bad now? I've, oh, I oh wait, you it's know a rematch. <laughs> wait a second. Oh. They played two weeks ago to a tie, and you're telling oh. me that I'm going to get four and a half points on the Giants? I'm taking the Giants. Interesting. Yeah, I'm taking the Giants. Go. Unless there's an injury or something, I yeah. And and the the Monday night game is Rams Packers. Aaron Rodgers has looked terrible. He's also throwing to receivers that don't know what routes they're running. Now the problem is is the Rams have like really they have Baker Mayfield throwing at quarterback, and they're a seven point. I actually like the Rams here. I don't think the Packers have enough to to deal with this, and I think it's as simply as that. I mean Baker Mayfield found pulled the rabbit out of his hat. Threw some great pass. He looked good. He doesn't look as good as Purdy for the Niners, but when when it came, he found a way to win a game in a very Brady-like fashion in the in the waning seconds of a game to just drop a dime forty yards down the field on what they found a way to. I don't know why you get man coverage with you know ten seconds to go in the game and you have to score a touchdown, but he threw a dime down the field and perfectly perfect pass right in the corner and the guy caught it running you know one of those he's just diving into the end zone and. He beat the corner. I'm like, okay. So with that, I like the Rams here because I'm getting seven points. And Aaron Rodgers has just looked very, very average this year. And he's also missing people. He's he's got a broken hand. He's not playing particularly great. They they nearly lost or lost to the Lions a few weeks ago. I mean, their season's become completely unglued. And so I take the Rams. Uh, Rams have a better mascot for sure. That is true. Packers, we're canning meats. All right, so we got we got two more quick bets because we got to talk. We got to talk. Uh, um, oh, the football! Uh, yeah, we got we got more football. We got World Cup third place and final. Um, and br- this is brought to you by Lucky Spare. It's your partner for the holiday season. Sit back with a glass from your soda jerk and hand out a handful of these beautiful hand dipped and wrapped cigars and cigarettes. The premier torcedor for your expensive guests. Each hand dipped cigar has a flavor intended to keep your friends addicted to our products. Peppermint, corn syrup, sugar, tar, and our personal favorite, bubble mint honey maple. Stop by our store off of I-69, exit 69B, to experience a new peak of flavor. The bubble mint is good, but I really like the tar. You like the tar? real old-style It's very old-style, Yeah, really. It's a classic. They are my favorite candy torcedor. Mm. So we got a third-place match, Croatia-Mexico on uh saturday and we have argentina france in the final so croatia mexico um i would not be surprised like my, my bet there's different bets for for soccer it's it's just for what the 90 minute result is i'd take a draw okay. here between croatia and mexico i think it's going to be a 90 minute draw and i think croatia will win on penalties um or win an extra time okay I absolutely do not know anything about non-American football. Well, like, Croatia has like um, checkered uniforms, and Morocco okay. has a well. Their flag—it's like what Casablanca is. And they have a red flag with a green star in the middle. Okay, I like Morocco. Yeah, they're, they're, I like their striker. They basically play counter-attack the whole World Cup. Croatia has a really good defensive front. I just think their defense is a little bit better. Um, but ultimately I think both are going to struggle to score goals from what I've seen. And they both got absolutely destroyed by who's in the final Argentina and France, um, Argentina with Lionel Messi, who looks destined to win a world cup. And you got France who, um, 
what was what I what I, interesting what I watched in the in the game yesterday against Morocco. They actually let a lot of well, they were really good chances on goal, but I think a better team like Argentina is going to find ways to exploit this. But um, in soccer, you basically have high, mid, and low blocks. So you know the defenders, the midfielders, and the forwards loosely play these positions, and essentially you know you have that back line where they pump crosses into. Well, what happened in the second half when France was winning? They basically dropped. They drop their midfielders back more closely to basically make two very close lines of defense. So they basically let Morocco create and do whatever they want in front of them and basically always tried to make sure there were bodies blocking all of the possible connecting passes. So like essentially like I'm going to throw balls into the bumpers in a pinball machine. If half the bumpers are mine, two-thirds of the bumpers are mine instead of half, I have I have okay. an edge to prevent you yeah. from... Yeah, I'm going to stick a leg out and make sure any shot you get off is blocked. So I'm always going to have two guys in front of in front of your guy with the ball. And I'm going to try to make sure every passing route that's good, um, anything that's forward, is, is blocked. So, But that was France's adjustment, was to give up space. And essentially creative, strong, um, really good creative Tricastaria type, uh, they, they can just create whatever they need to to score goals, and they will figure out a way to do that, um, as opposed to more boring things like in, you know, in... in and you know, you go play intramural or pick up pickup game, you have that guy that always hits cherry picker. You know, he's always trying to poach for a right. goal in front of everything yeah, and try yeah, to yeah. stay on side, but you know, you just you just pump it to him and he'll try to get a one on one because everyone commits way too much and no one's paying attention. Um but 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 anywho, Messi is 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 really, really good at making everybody else he has on his like he has a there's a front line there that's really, really good. And I think if France gets into a position where they score early and basically make this adjustment where they bring everybody back and allow too much creativity, they're going to find ways. They're going to find ways to capitalize. Um, so it, the only way I see France winning in normal time here is if they score like in the 70, 80th minute and they're able to park the bus long enough to, to, to hold the win on that. Otherwise, I think 90 minutes Argentina is either going to win it outright or it's going to be a draw. We go to extra time. And then I don't know what the hell happens. I don't know. But I if I have to give a nod, it's going to be to Argentina. But there's there's stars on France, too. They have star forwards, too. It's just Argentina's defense has not had to make these adjustments to kind of... I'm interested in what adjustment happens. So, like, you know, maybe it's a live betting thing. You look at it in the second half and go, okay, this is the adjustment they're making, and I know that having seen what they did, having seen them do it in the prior games against weaker competition... It was pretty sketchy. Now I know where this match is going to go. So I might even like say go, you know, take Argentina to qualify, and then or take like a Messi or an Mbappe to score, and then see what the second half where we're at in the second half. And then there's more vig if you bet in a live game, but but you might have more insight as to what's happening in the game. And there's probably so much action on this game of people that don't know what they're doing and just throwing money blindly on stuff. It, it probably beats as long as you go in there with more intelligence, you might actually get a little bit of an edge there. But that, that's what I got for the for the World Cup. I'm going to go with Argentina to advance and win the Cup, but it might be on penalties. I like Argentina. I like France too, but I'm not that fond of pastries and cigarettes. So <laughs> I agree with you about Argentina. You're just twirling your, your mustache. Yeah. I do have ancestors from France, but... Uh... All right. It sounds like Argentina is very like is likely to uh, to do a good job. And well, wonderful. This episode went way longer than it was supposed to, but I like. Hope, uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. it was basically it was basically two 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 parts. We had we had an interview with the wonderful Koya Koya TV. Thank you so much. 
and check all that out. Make sure to check out Lake House Soaps. Um, Thank you so awesome. much. That was really cool what we did with the past. Thank you so thing, much. And they gave them out as prizes. I made sure to let everybody know. That about was awesome. Them. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Boozy, Boozy, Thank you Boozy took your car. I hope Boozy ordered some soap off of you. He said, we used I'm to not... make soap. Give me his car. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's um, so great. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm Iggy Dota. Iggy, uh, Iggy everywhere, but that Twitch, Twitch maybe have to put more letters on it. So it's twitch.tv slash Iggy Dota, um, or check me out on Twitter, twitter.com slash Iggy Dinosaur, and there's a link tree on there with all my fun stuff. Anything else you want to add, Koya? Uh, no, thank you so much. Uh, it's great being here, and uh, anytime, Iggy. Yeah, that was fun. That was uh, that was episode awesome. two of Iggy Talks Too Much with very, very special guest, Koya DK. And, uh, um, hmm. In the in the future, if I am streaming or if we're doing this or if you ask me to do this again, it's okay if I am. I didn't know if I should get off stream, and oh, I always never have this conversation with. I don't care. People. It's just it's just I'm going to take a cut okay. of this and put it onto the podcast thing. Great! I I love that you will. Yeah, I, I'm. Um, that's I, exa- I can't wait. To, that's, I'm very excited to. Uh, um, yeah. Well, I'll stop the recording here. But bye, awesome. podcast people. <laughs>